Great news, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I just want to let you know that we have finally released our second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. This book was written with you in mind. I wanted to capture 15 unique stories of different investors starting at different stages and doing different things. This book is just that. It's nearly 300 pages of motivation, of confirmation, and reminders that yes, you too can do this thing. Check it out on Amazon, and of course, have a great day. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And before we get started, yes, I know my camera is flickering. I have no idea why. We have rebooted a couple of times. I don't know. We're just going to get rolling, and I apologize for the flickering in advance. Jonathan, how are you doing this morning? I'm I'm really well. And Michael, I think your cover is blown because the flicker shows that you're actually, you know, a computer program in the matrix. And uh, <laughs> That's right, I'm in the you're not you're not you're not you're not a real person. You you finally. Oh, I got caught. We, we finally caught you. We finally <laughs> caught you. So. Oh, that uh, is that is awesome. <laughs> Thank you for making me laugh. This that, that, that is awesome. So, hey, one of the things we want to do in video number one, Jonathan, is you were doing a raise uh, for an exciting opportunity, kind of really kind of measure, kind of ties together the three or four last discussions about looking in different markets, tertiary, looking for new opportunities. So obviously this is just for accredited investors, but I thought, A, I'll put the link below in the description for mm-hmm. those that want to join, but I want to kind of talk about it uh, just generally speaking, what, what are you doing? What's, what's going on? Cause it's maybe not what most people would think. Yeah. So I have been over the last, you know, year or so looking at the market and trying to figure out exactly where the opportunities are mm-hmm. to make money with multifamily and yeah. buying multifamily is, has become extremely difficult, especially if you are trying to do it where everybody else is doing it. And, you know, we've talked about this before, Investing in general and real estate investing in particular, there's a huge amount of herd mentality oh, where God, people yes. all run after the same thing at the same time, because when everybody else is running after it, it seems like it's safe and the right thing to do. And what all that does, though, is it compresses cap rates. And if you think of cap rates as your as the measure of your margin of safety, mm-hmm. the lower the cap rate goes, the less margin of safety you have right so that so basically everybody's rushing into these investments because they think they're safe and they're making them more risky right so uh because they're they're cutting they're cutting their cushion so i've been thinking a lot about well where what do you do in that situation and there are a number of things i've come up with um one of which is looking in the markets where not everybody is looking so that means looking outside of Texas and the Carolinas and Florida, where everybody seems to go. And there's a couple of other hot markets around Phoenix, Arizona, you know, Denver has been very hot. And just just trying to find markets that have good characteristics that are just not attracting the same kind of attention. And Mm -hmm. usually where that leads you is to some smaller markets, right? A lot of investors are afraid of smaller markets because they think somehow they're risky I don't really understand why that. I, it will, I, I, the, the, I, the argument is, well, if you have to sell, there yeah. are going to be fewer buyers, right? Well, don't buy risky crap that you think you're going to have to sell, <laughs> exactly, right? Like, yeah. like buy good assets mm-hmm. that you know are, are good. And if you've got growth, I mean, that is really the thing that is going to protect you on the back end, right? right? Because if you've got people coming into a market and they're coming in 
and it's you know because of things that are independent of like a particular economic boom like they're not a boom town like in some of the shale oil places right. right where where people like flooded in and then just like flooded right out again yeah. right you yeah. know when, when after you just finished building your multifamily asset and i i know an investor this happened to Ooh. got all excited about the about the the shale yeah. play and went and built multifamily and got his butt handed to him right when everybody just turned around and left right yeah. so um don't, if it's not that right if the people are moving there for other reasons mm-hmm. uh it's there, there's a reason why right yeah. and, and so you should look into it the second thing is so that's one the other thing is that uh i have a a, a member of my program who's a very experienced real estate guy and he's just always fond of saying if you can't find what it is that you want to buy you should build it Hmm. and 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 there's like a it's really a profound statement if you think about it because the reason you can't find it is because it's become really expensive it doesn't make sense to buy but if the market is that tight there's a lot of room to build right Hmm. the market needs more product and so if you got this combination of strong growth and high prices, right? That is that is a great time to be building because yeah. you can obviously it takes longer. There's more risk involved. You have execution risk, but you can build it much cheaper than you can buy it. And when you finish buying it, and cheap, what I, what I mean cheaper is not like on a per square foot basis, but on a um, on a uh, you know return basis, right? You mm-hmm. can build it at a at a much better cap rate than you could buy existing product, right? And that's the, that's the play, that delta. You build it at a higher cap rate and sell it at a lower cap rate. And when you're done building it, you have a brand new class A asset that has no problems, right? It's right. brand spanking new. It's like buying a new car as yep. opposed to a 12-year-old car, right? Like you have a, an asset where everything is fine and you just don't have to, you know, deal with problems, right? Mm-hmm. So these are great reasons to be building and great reasons to be looking at smaller markets. Lo and behold, my good friend Omar Khan came to me a couple of weeks ago and said, hey, I am involved in building this brand new multifamily asset in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Would you like to to partner with me on this and, and uh, help raise money? And I looked at it and I was like, hell yeah. Like this is, this is uh, exactly what I've been talking about. It, this Sioux Falls has been growing. If you look at the growth uh, profile of Sioux Falls, it has grown by 25% in each of the last four decades. Mm. It, and it has grown, basically has had double digit, you know, decade growth for its entire history, except I think in the 1890s when there were two massive depressions in the, in the United States. And that probably, and probably was much more involved in mining and stuff at that time. Now it's become this lifestyle city. It's where people are moving for you know, the, the same things that are driving moving to the South or moving or driving moving there. Mm-hmm. It's people are driving there, moving there for lower cost, you know, lower cost of living than in, on the coasts. They're moving there for, for lifestyle, right? And there's a growing tech scene, even though it's small, a really vibrant entrepreneurial scene. And, uh, you know, for people who don't want warm weather necessarily, it's a great place. Like not everybody moves for weather for it to be warm. Some people actually like me, 
I, I don't think I could get far enough north. Right. So <laughs> That's uh, cool. I can't I can't stand summer. Like it just I, I, oh. I can't I hate it. I hate summer and I hate humidity. Right. Oh, so yeah. uh, I mean, oh, it's just awful, right? Heat heat and humidity to get, they, they both suck, but they're yeah, but you put them together, double together and suck cube. So yeah, so like I just don't I like the whole idea of like moving south of like I don't know, Buffalo makes no sense to me at all. So and I and I already the you know, you can tell I'm trying to get further up with my country house and stuff is like yeah. get further north i'm going to bump yeah. up against the canadian border at some point so i'm going to have to probably get get a visa to go there you know to live there so i can get further north um, but uh you know start buying real estate in canada yeah or alaska um, but, you always just go out to alaska, alaska that's that's true there is alaska um but that's there's funny. a lot of bugs there's a lot of, there's a lot of bugs in alaska so like you know uh, but anyway, bugs and bears and stuff that bite, something that bite you, you know. This is hilarious. So basically, I, I think there's a couple of things I'll summarize here. First and foremost, um, is is kind of late 2019. I was already getting concerned about every all the new syndicators, right? Yeah. Uh, I go to meetups and I present at meetups, not so much for my 45 minutes, but for the 45 minutes I get to interact with others, right? I'm always trying to take the temper to see where everybody's going. In 2006, it was single family homes. In 2019, it was syndication. Now, to me, it feels like Airbnb and Airbnb arbitrage. These are all indicators for me that there's the problem ahead. Is it this year, next year, year after? Don't know, but you know, Zuber's not going there. Uh, so I love that. Second, you're the one that brought on to me that there are tertiary markets. You know, the, the top 10 hottest markets probably aren't where the greatest deals are. If you got into one of those markets two years ago, you got lucky, right? Mm -hmm. You didn't plan for this rent growth and this competition and collapsing cap rates. You got lucky, admit it. Uh, but getting in late, yeah, the risk profile goes up. And then you're so right. I'm even looking at today, a lot of stuff that I look to buy, I can't get the yield that I want. So I'm looking at a couple of assets that I picked up and actually I'm talking with the architect today about turning one of my larger lots into, you know, basically a bunch of small homes or tiny homes or whatever you want to call it. So yeah, uh, yeah if you can't uh, find it, build it. I, I love that concept. Never heard it before, but I, I'm going to steal that one. I, that's, a, that's a good one. Yeah, no, I mean, it, like I said, it's a very profound statement. If you can't buy it, build it, right? Yeah. So, um, and obviously that takes a different skill set, but sure. you know, you can, and I'm not, I'm not a developer. I'm not pretending to be, I don't really want to be one, but I like can definitely help on the financial side of these things with raising money and structuring deals and stuff like that. So, uh, so that's, you know, how I contribute to, to these process, this process. And I want to do more. So right. cool. uh, anyway, so we have this, we have this new uh, deal that we're about to start building. We'll be breaking ground soon uh, called blue on the rain. It is being built right in the middle of Sioux Falls where there is a uh, spring fed lake it was a actually it was a former quarry and when they dug down far enough they hit springs and ah! so now it's a lake right and go figure so there's there's a lot of development going on around this and we're building a health and wellness focused new development very cool uh, right downtown and the the sioux falls market because it's growing so fast there is a big housing housing shortage there sure. as, as there is almost everywhere in the united states at the moment but you know the housing shortage there is acute as it is in other fast growing cities because the population growth has been, you know, so robust. So that's, that's what we're looking at. We have this uh, webinar today. If anybody is interested 
in digging into this investment. We're going to have uh, me and Omar Khan and the developer, uh, Dustin Hendrickson, uh, Very cool. who's going to be on the, the presentation and kind of walk everybody through the investment. This is for this is a 506C raise, so accredited investors only, and you must be able to demonstrate with third-party verification that you are accredited uh, if you want to participate. But I welcome everybody to join the webinar. I think it's going to be uh, very yeah. interesting. And um, you know, you can uh, join my uh, my mailing list to get the materials. There'll be opportunities you know, on the, the call itself to, to uh, get additional materials if you want them. So I encourage you to all show up for this and uh, very something cool. about a, a new market and a new deal. Yeah, and folks, again, you're gonna you're gonna want to attend this if you can, just because it's it's the way Jonathan breaks down deals and looks at opportunities. Hopefully, you've seen now over the last year. He's just unique. He's not like everyone else. Well, I just want to say I'm not I'm actually not the main presenter on this, so mm -hmm. I'll be sort of acting like an interviewer and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, but but uh, you know, thank you for the compliment, Michael, about how I present stuff and yeah you know, hopefully there's going to be some more stuff to present soon so very cool well i will make it the actually i will make it the only description line i will put it in there i've got it cut and paste so we will close round one and we'll talk about round two in a minute thanks jonathan sounds good